welcome to our Victory Outreach Chino podcast. We pray you are blessed, encouraged, and challenged with this message. Praise the Lord. Why don't you guys go ahead and look for me real quick at Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. It says, have I not commanded you, he tells Joshua, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid or do not be discouraged for the Lord your God He will go with you wherever you go. The Lord your God will go with you wherever you go. Let's pray tonight. Heavenly Father, we come before you. And I pray, God, the Lord, that your spirit, God, Lord, would fill me tonight. That, Lord, that the anointing, God, of your word, God, Lord, would penetrate, God, the hearts of your people That, Lord, I pray, my God, you gave me a simple message tonight, God. But, Lord, I pray that the simplicity of this word, God, would reside, Lord, Father God, in the hearts of your people. And that, Lord Jesus, that, Lord, that you would make us whole and complete tonight. Lord, you are coming back, and you are coming back soon. And so, Lord, I pray that your people, God, would no longer, Lord, Father God, look to the past, but that we would look forward to the future, God. Lord, we are a future-oriented people, God. We have eternity, God, and we are standing at the gates tonight. We love you and we praise you. And everybody said a great big loud amen, amen. Go ahead and take a seat tonight. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, this last year, how many people had just like a tremendously crazy, crazy last year? This last year for me, it seemed like my family and I, we couldn't like catch a break. The year before that, it seemed like it was even worse than last year. The year before that, it was even worse than that. It seems like ever since we went through the whole pandemic, it just seemed like there was one disaster after the next. I mean, like, I'm talking like surgery after surgery. I'm talking about one person passing away in our family right to the next person passing away. I, I'm talking about there was a point in, our t- in the time over the last few years where my wife and I were literally sleeping outside in a tent outside of our house because our house had been flooded, it had been destroyed, and I remember we were just sitting outside in the tent just going, my God, what is going on in our lives? Sometimes you can get to this place in your life where you start to look at things and you go, my goodness, how can things, you know, how can I look forward to the future when the things of my present or the things of my past don't seem to be working out the way that I thought they would work out? See, because when I thought in my mind, I was thinking about uh, Pastor Ray's message, how he was talking about breaking the ordinary and about how, like, we, nobody ever talks about how they, they want to just be ordinary, But listen, nobody ever plans for a crazy year in their life. Nobody ever plans, nobody ever says, you know what, I really hope I have the most challenging life this year. I hope that I have things that never have happened before, that are the most tragic things that have ever happened. I really hope that, you know, I have financial ruin this year because, listen, I really want to, you know, I really want to just experience that whole process in my life. Nobody ever says that. You would be insane, like you would be nuts if you thought that, right? So just like you wouldn't think about things being ordinary and you wouldn't say, I want to be ordinary, you also wouldn't ask for the things that sometimes happen to us on an every, on an every year basis, right? There are things that maybe have happened to you even this year, but even more so in 2023 where you say to yourself, you say, man, God, I tell you what, when I went through that, that struggle that I went through in my life, 
I look at that season in my life, and man, I don't want this year to be like last year. And I look at Joshua, and I look at how, you know what, sometimes things don't always work out the way that we saw them in our minds. You know, I saw something in my mind. Things were going really good for a little bit when we got back from South Africa. Things were going really good, man, financially. I was even like telling people, man, things are going great right now. Man, things are just lining up. I feel like the anointing and the things are just taking place in my life. And, man, God's just unlocking these miracles and signs and wonders. And then all of a sudden, all hell broke loose in my life. All of a sudden, we're sleeping on the floor outside in a tent. All of a sudden, there's water all over the place inside. We got home from a vacation, and I literally walked in the door into a puddle. And I went, vacation's over. My goodness, new seasons. New things are going to take place. But listen, I want to tell you tonight that I am bound and determined that listen, I'm not going to look back anymore. I'm not going to look back to 2020. I'm not going to look back to 2001. I'm not going to look back to 2002 or three. I'm going to look forward right now because I believe that we are in a season. That, 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 that river that Joshua was going through, this isn't in my notes right now, but listen, that, that river that, 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 that was coming down was called the Jordan River. And though Jordan means descendant, you know what, if there's a descendant in the house of God today, if there's a, if there's a descendant in Victory Outreach that says, listen, I'm crossing over, over the river of descending into my promise. Tonight I want to let you know that, listen, sometimes things don't work out the way that we see them in our heads. Sometimes an 11-day journey from Egypt to the promised land can take you 40 years. Sometimes things don't work out the way you think they're going to be. They don't work out as fast as you think they're going to be. Sometimes God gives us a promise or sometimes God gives us a vision for our lives and we think that it's going to happen just like that. Things are just going to unlock miraculously all of a sudden. But let me tell you what's going to happen is that God begins to reveal things in our lives. And he begins to move you into position and that's what happens to Joshua right here is that, listen, miracles are taking place in Joshua's life right now, but it's happening in a time where he's got to separate the past from the future. See, sometimes you thought that people were going to be there that are no longer there. People were going to be on the journey with you that are no longer on the journey. That people were going to be alongside you. See, God tells, tells Joshua, he says, be strong and courageous, Joshua, because, listen, I know the journey has been harder than you thought it was going to be. Be strong and courageous, Joshua, because I know that, that it's taken a little longer than you thought it was going to take. It's been a little harder. It's, it's taken a little bit longer. Be strong and courageous, Joshua, because I know that your friend Moses had just passed away. Be strong and courageous, because... You have never been this way before because moving forward sometimes requires more from you than circling the deserts of the past. See, God's promises are ahead of us, church. See, Joshua, he was there, there on the, on the side of the river, and it said that as soon as his foot left the side of the river and he stepped foot into the Jordan River, it said that it had dried up underneath of him. But I want to let you know that, do you know the name of the town that had flooded up ahead? 
the name of the town that was flooding and dying away, it was called Adam. But Joshua, his name is Yeshua. The name in Hebrew is actually Yeshua, which is another name for Jesus. So what was happening was as Joshua was stepping foot into the river, moving across into his promise, it means that the old man, Adam, was dying up there in the mountains. But guess what? When he was down in the valley, Jesus was leading the people across into the promise. You know, I started to look at that word, and, and you know, it's actually... The reason why I started to look at the scripture for tonight was because it's actually the, 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 the scripture that my mom gave me when I was a kid. To be strong and courageous, say, don't be dismayed, right? Says, be strong and courageous. He says, don't be afraid and don't be dismayed. You know, that word strong actually means to be bound together in order to strengthen something. It actually means that it needs to be bound together, that things kind of come together in order to create strength. The word courageous actually means strong, and especially, check this out, it means especially strong in your feet. In fact, the word itself, to be strong, has to do with the feet of a horse. That the feet of a horse, that when they're swift and they're agile and they start moving, right? And they, they start to kind of get excited to start, to start moving forward. They start to, to trot forward. Their feet start to stamp and they start to get ready like they're about ready to start on a charge. But I was looking at that word uh, afraid. And it means to be afraid of something that you don't even know what to point out. In other words... It's kind of like to have anxiety about something that you don't know what you're anxious about. In other words, it's like, I'm afraid, but I don't know exactly what to point my afraid finger at. It's like something else is kind of going around, that there's a spirit of fear that's taking place in my life right now. And what's happening is, it's, it's causing me to have anxiety right now. There's nothing one in particular thing, but it's a whole bunch of things. My mind is just wandering and it's worrying about this thing and it's worrying about that thing and it's worried about this other thing and it's worried about the thing behind me. It's worried about a lot of things. And then it made sense when I started to look at the word dismayed. Because the word dismayed means to be fractured, to be broken, to be shattered into little tiny pieces. And it's kind of like a mirror. If you've ever seen a mirror that's been broken, if you've ever seen like a mirror that's been broken, you've ever been mad, you punched it. No, just me. Okay. The mirror is shattered, right? And you start to look at yourself in the mirror. But the image that you see looking back at you, it's you, but it's fragmented. When you look at the mirror, it's broken and it's, it's like you're seeing yourself, but you're seeing yourself from a slightly skewed angle over this way. You're seeing yourself from a slightly skewed angle this way. And when you look at your image, at yourself in the mirror, it's like you see yourself, but you see fragmented pieces of you all over the place. So what he's telling Joshua in this scripture is this, is that listen, Joshua, the future is bright for you. The future is amazing. 
Your future is full of adventure. Your future is full of new battles. Your future is putting Egypt behind you. Your future is putting the desert life behind you. But he says, but here's the deal. You got to be strong. You got to be courageous. You can't be afraid of nothing anymore. You can't be anxious anymore. If you're going to go into the promised land, you can't be anxious anymore about the things that you can't even point a finger at. Well, I'm worried about this that's going on in the, you know, maybe the stock market or something like that. You know, I look at stocks a lot. Oh, my gosh, the stock market might be going down. Okay. Oh, oh my goodness, oh, there, there's wars over in Ukraine, and there's things, they're, they're shooting missiles off over in Iran, and, and oh my goodness, there might be layoffs at my job, and oh my gosh, there, you know what, we didn't do the dishes this last week, and oh my gosh, yesterday, we forgot to take the trash out to the curb. I'm not joking, you know, that's kind of like the way my, my, my mind works. It's like I'm fragmented all over the place. It's like I have... All these different aspects of who I am. I've got my married life over here. I've got my church life over here. I've got my social life over here. I've got my personal life over here. I've got my secret life over here. I've got all these different fragmented and shattered ideas of who I am. And I'm looking at the mirror and it's me. But it's kind of fragmented and kind of pushed apart. See, it's kind of like this vessel. No, it's not the one I threw the other day. It's kind of like this pot. This pot is very, very useful. You can put things inside of it. You can pour liquid in there. You can carry things in there. But the thing is, as soon as it's... I was going to do it on the stage right here, but I thought I'd get in trouble. Sorry. I did it down there. Wisdom, Pastor Jeff. <laughs> but see, I can't, I can't fill this jar anymore. I can't put anything else inside of this container anymore because it's been broken and it's been shattered. And I can kind of pick up the pieces and I can try to kind of put the thing back together again. But the problem is, is that it's, it's never going to be able to hold the liquid that I want it to hold anymore. It's never going to be able to hold what God wants to fill my life with. And he says, Joshua, you have the potential to become this great leader. Joshua, you have this potential to do such great things for my name. But you can't go into the promised land shattered. You can't go into... This year, fragmented and broken and a little bit of you over here and a little bit of you over here. And you can't live your life a fractured person. You know, it reminds me of when Jesus, when he saw the man at the pool of Bethsaida. It said in John chapter 5, verse number 6, it says this. Let's just read it in the, actually, let's read it in the NIV at first, then we'll read it in the, in the King James Version. It says, when Jesus saw him lying there, and he learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? 
Do you want to get well, he asked him. In, in the King James Version, it says this. Do you want to be made whole? It's interesting because if you look at the scripture and you look at the, the context around it and you look at the, the definition around it, it means to be sound-minded, to be healthy, but it also means to be pure and whole. In other words, health, purity, and wholeness can't be separated. Those things come together. Let me say that again. Your health, your physical health, and your, your mental health, and, and who you are, and the purity of who you're, you're called to be, and, and also the, the wholeness of what God has called you to be, the entire vessel put together are connected together. See, on the surface, we can look at this question that Jesus asks this man as he's waiting by the pool of Bethsaida. You remember the story, right, where, where he says, do you want to be made well? He says, oh, I do, I, you, know, that, you know, but the problem is I can't get inside the pool because I have nobody to put me inside of that pool. And it's like Jesus didn't ask that question. He, what he was really saying was, he says, not do you want to be made well, not do you want to walk. What he was asking was, do you want to be made whole? There's got to be a wholeness of our lives. That God doesn't want just you giving him your Sunday mornings or your Wednesday nights. See, even Chick-fil-A gives them Sunday mornings. Even Hobby Lobby gives them Sundays. Amen. But the reality is this, is that God just doesn't want us a little part of us. He doesn't want just our church life. He wants your family life. He wants your married life. He wants your secret life. He wants your job life. He wants your financial life. He wants to bring it all together and say, listen, you're not meant to be a fragmented Christian. Living all these different areas because then what happens is you try to please this area. And you try to please this area. And you try to please this area. And what happens is you become so fragmented in your mind. You start to think, man, I'm so anxious about this. And I'm so anxious about that. And I'm so anxious about this other thing. He says, no, 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 no. You need to put it all together. I'm going to put up a, a picture right now. I'm probably going to butcher this translation. But it's called Kintsugu. Kintsugi. How did I say that? Kintsugi. Kintsugi. And it's a Japanese style of art. And the Japanese style of pottery, basically what they do is they take broken pieces of vessels and when they put all the pieces together, they seal it together with gold. It's like what they're saying is they're saying, listen, that, that this thing's got history. This thing's got like, you know, together when you, when you look at it, it's actually more beautiful with the gold. And it's more beautiful seeing the broken pieces and seeing how it's been, it's been laid with gold in between. All of a sudden, something that was broken, something that seemed like it was going to be useless, something that was fragmented before, all of a sudden becomes more valuable than it was before. All of a sudden, as it is put back together again and it's made, it's taking the broken pieces of our lives and putting it back together again. See, that's what God does for us.
That's what Jesus did for us. When he was on that cross and he died for our sins, the blood of Jesus, which is more precious than gold, he brings the broken bits of our life. He brings the fragmented pieces of our relationships. He brings the fragmented piece of our, of our, of our, of our, of our financial stewardship. And he, he brings this together and that together. And he starts to bring us back into a wholeness in him. And instead of filling it with gold, he fills it with the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. Something that's more precious than gold. Something that's more precious than, than anything in this world. And so, listen, tonight, I'm going to be closing right now. They can come to the worship right now. Is that when this man, he asks him. When Jesus asks this man, do you want to be made whole? It's not, a, it's not a light question. He's not just kind of saying, hey, do you want to be made well? Do you want, do you want to walk again? He wasn't just saying, hey, do you want me to heal your legs? Because when I read scripture sometimes, don't you, when you read that part, you go, duh. Yeah, yeah, I want to be made whole. Yeah, I want to walk again. Of course I want my marriage to work out. Of course I want my finances to work out. Of course I want my children to give their lives to God and start to serve God. And of course I want them to, to have a life that maybe was better than mine. Of course I want my ministry and everything I'm doing at church, maybe my, my church life, my Sunday life or my Wednesday night life. Of course I want that to be good. But I believe what God's really asking us this year. Can he put you together? Can he make us whole this year? Sometimes we get so worried about serving in this thing and doing that thing over here and we start to get anxious. And what happens is the world wants to break us like that mirror. And so when we look at our image, we go, it's me, but I'm so fragmented. My mind is so over here, and my mind is so over there, and my mind is so over here that I'm so anxious about everything that's going on in my life. He says, listen, I need you to pull it together, Joshua. I need you to bring yourself together. I need you to be whole. I need you to be whole. I don't want just a piece of you. I don't want this part of you. I need you to be whole this year. I need you to be whole this year. I need you to be whole this year. I need to fill you up with my anointing. I need to fill you up with your calling. And I can't do that if you're fragmented, Joshua.
This morning, I want you, this evening, I want you to stand to your feet. We're going to begin to worship the Lord tonight. But listen, we want to, we want to start to really ask God to do something special in us this year. This last year, I had to have a conversation with God. I'm like, man, God, I'm so anxious. There's so many things in my life that feel broken. Feel broken. He goes, yeah, but if I put you together and I seal you, if I take those pieces of your life that you're so worried about and you let me grab a hold of those things and begin to put those things back together again, I can seal you with my blood. I can seal you with my anointing. I can seal you. Because you don't have to feel broken. And listen, when God puts you back together again, you're going to say, man, all those areas in my life that used to be so broken and fragmented, I feel whole. I feel together. I feel like I'm not scattered anymore in my thoughts, in my energy. Come on now, as they begin to, as they begin to worship tonight, I want you to lift up your hands. Come on, lift up your hands all over this place. Thank you for joining our podcast. We pray these messages build, encourage, and strengthen you in your faith. If you would like to partner with us, the Mother Church is a great place to sow a seed. So head on over to our website at viochino.org and click the giving link located at the top of the page. Also, we would love to hear from you. So leave us a praise report, prayer request, or if you've given your life to the Lord, let us know by filling out the salvation card. We would love to connect with you and help you get started on your journey of serving God here at Victory Outreach Chino.